Right. You've got me on my morning walk. So if you hear birds, if you hear cars, you may even hear some of my neighbors saying hi. Um, but as I was actually pondering in meditation this morning, I had something come into my awareness and I had this, you guys, basically, this is what I'm doing. I'm falling through on inspired action. Um, I uh, just got kids off to school and have some space before my first client and, you know, was going to basically was going to put my inspired action on the back burner. I'll be like, I'll do it later. And you guys, I know better. So we're going to we're going to um, be doubly effective. I'm going to get my movement in and record this as we're going. So if if the sound is funky, if you get to pick up the neighbor dogs barking, I've got a, a jet flying overhead, whatever. <laughs> You're getting it as a raw, real, authentic, um, even in the sound booth today. So um, jumping right into the topic at hand. I've had a couple people reach out with everything that's been going on recently within within the planet, right? There were... Um, it's kind of funny how much got brought up with Facebook and Instagram going down this week. And I had a couple people reach out. Um, and as I was having some conversation with them, I kept bringing up God, right? And my relationship with God. And these are some people that have, you know, are, are in their own journey of discovering what and who that is for them. And they kept asking, why do you keep referring to God in this way? Like, I don't get it. And, Again, so these are some people that are kind of from my spiritual community, not necessarily my religious community. Um, and like, you know, and asking, I don't get how you can come back to this place of like trusting God after everything that you went through with your within your religious relationship with God. And I get it. Like, if anybody, if any of you guys have listened to my story about when I left, um, you know, the faith that I grew up in, there was a period of time for a year and a half when I basically kicked God and Jesus out of my space. They like were not welcome. I was angry. I was mad. There was just, um, you know, it was, it was me drawing a line. It was me drawing a boundary because the way that I had related to God and Jesus was actually, I was in an abusive relationship with God with Jesus. Now let me explain. So so as we, you know, as humans, right? We're we're here on this planet learning to be you know, better versions, cleaning up our own toxic traits, yada yada yada, all of the things. And when I look back and I reflect on what my relationship was with God at the time, I will tell you right now, it was one of my most abusive relationships and toxic relationships. You've heard the thing of like the way we do one thing is the way we do all things. All all of my relationships at that time, totally toxic, totally codependent, like just super messy. So why would I think that my relationship with God was going to be anything different? So we're going to kind of talk a little bit about this relationship with God. Now, however, before I go into that, I also want to give a little bit of a background of where I believe I stand I don't even know if it's a stand, but my belief system around God, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know who or what God is. There's so many different theories, beliefs around God, 
right? There's the Christian view of God. There's the Muslim view of God, right? These different religious views of God. There is a spiritual-based view of what God and source is, right? I mean, so far, if, if you want to swing all the way over, like, I've got friends whose God is the Galactic Federation. If you don't know what that is, it's totally fine, right? Everybody has their own different view and belief of what God is. I will tell you right now, I don't know for to say for 100% that I can, like, testify you to you that God is XYZ and describe him or her or they perfectly. But here's what I do believe. Again, a belief. I can't prove it. Not yet. But this is my belief. And it's that God will show up for us however we can receive it. However we can hear the message. And so for me, if we're talking about God, when I actually go into my meditations and I'm going in to get my inspired action and I'm going in to basically build my relationship and spend time with this relationship that's important to me, for me, what it looks like, the imagery of it, I'm popping up into some heavenly kitchen and there's a mom God there and there's a dad God there. You guys, that works for me because that's super comforting. I get that there are a lot of people that are like, yeah, no, that is not my God. Totally okay. But I really do believe that God will show up for us, whatever, whatever God is. Source, universe, however. For me, it's God. And for me, my version of God, when I pop in and check in and go visit every single day, there's a mama and there's a dad. And, and I, and that is how I can hear and be in relationship with God in a way that works for me. So jumping back into like, are you in a relation or are you in an abusive relationship with God? I will tell you my first relationship with God was highly abusive. Now, let me, let me back that up. Not necessarily to say that God was mean, but my relationship that I had and the way that I viewed God for me pulled out a mean behavior. Even though I had been taught God's all loving and God's, you know, loves all of his children, I was hearing the words of that. But what my experience was, was that if I didn't check off all of the check boxes and I didn't do everything that he said, he was going to make it so that I couldn't be with him. He was going to cut me off. You guys, if we, if we are looking at like human to human relationship, anytime we go into a withholding like that from that energy, right? That was the energy I was engaging with it. It wasn't a boundary. I was engaging with it like, holy crap, if I'm not perfect, I'm going to get cut off. Highly manipulative, highly narcissistic, right? My, the way that I related to God and was in relationship with God was really not healthy. So, of course, when my whole life was upheavaling and I was getting to take a really good hard look at all of my relationships, right? I had ended my first marriage because that one wasn't healthy. I was getting to take a look at the way that I was relating to my kids, my family, my parents, my siblings, the way I was relating to money and work 
it was, it was, I was getting to look at all these things. And so not very long after I divorced my first husband, about a year and a half later, I divorced God, the God that I had known, the God that hopefully you can still hear me. Car just moved by. I had divorced the version of God that was manipulative, where I felt gaslighted, where I felt totally confused, where I couldn't actually get too close because he was this like really great deity that was up on his throne. And I just was this little peon that like wasn't worthy and didn't matter how hard I tried, I was still human. So therefore, like I wasn't ever going to be perfect enough. So I couldn't ever actually get in the same room with him. It was more like distant. I had to make sure that when I talked to him, there was a formula and an outline for my prayer. You guys are very formal. How close are your formal relationships versus your authentic relationships? So I got to divorce that version of God. When really it was just me divorcing the dynamic that I was playing out with my own higher power. So jump forward a few years later. Um, I will tell you, Jesus was the gateway for me to get back and get like a good place with God. Because like I said, I had divorced Jesus as well. And let them both know you are not welcome in my space. So. But I also knew that I still wanted to connect. I, I still had like a belief that there was something. I don't know if it's like bigger than I was, but like I sure as crap didn't create this earth. Something with more knowledge, more power, more energy, more understanding than I created this earth, created this universe, created this multiverse. So for me, that was like the logical piece of like, okay, there, there's got to be something out there. I don't know what it is, but there's got to be something out there. And that is when you guys, I connected with that divine feminine mama in the sky, right? The dudes were out. <laughs> I was so bad. The dudes were out and I just needed a version of God that could be loving and compassionate and could hold me and was nurturing. I didn't need to be told what to do in that moment. I just needed to know that I was okay. And that's when this, well, that's when I developed my relationship with the divine mother, with the heavenly mother, whatever you want to call it. And this is what's so great. I took my grievances to her. I said the things about God and Jesus and all of the things that I was wrestling with, and I took them to her. And the thing that was so great is never once, not one time, did she defend God or Jesus to me. Not one time. She just listened and just said, you want to know what? If that was my experience, I'd be mad too. And so jump forward. So, so she's the one that kind of was who I went to. She's the one that walked with me. And as I, you know, year and a half, almost two years after my divorce with old version of God and Jesus, I was actually in a hypnotherapy session with Michelle, working some other pieces. And she had, you know, she had done some guided imagery with me and I was imagining myself in this field and, 
you know, I had a team member around me and I was getting some answers and I was feeling connected. And then right as we're about to wrap up the session, I could see, like, I could feel something off at the end of my field, right? This internal field I was standing in. And when I focused in on it, it was just outside of my sacred space, my field, so they weren't inside of it. But there was Jesus standing there. And oh my gosh, at first I was so mad. I was so mad, like, oh my gosh, I kicked you out. You're not welcome in my space. What are you doing here? That was like my first initial response. But then as I observed it, Jesus actually wasn't in my space. When I looked at what my field was, he was standing outside of it. And that was when I had, now I don't want to say it's the first moment that I have ever been honored and respected by men. Because, you know, my dad, amazing. My, you know, even my first husband, even though it didn't work out, there were moments where, like, he absolutely, my goodness, I wouldn't have married him if there weren't aspects of him that really were good. You know, my husband now, who was my boyfriend at the time. I've had great men in my life that have honored and respected me. I just couldn't see it. So when I say that this is the first time, like I had a palpable experience where he was honoring what I asked for. He stepped out of my space and stayed stepped out of my space for two years almost until I had healed enough within myself and cleaned up my own toxic behavior and ways of relating that I could then begin engaging in a healthy relationship with Jesus, started with Jesus. And it was like the realization hit, the sobbing happened that like, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like to be respected and have my words heard and honored. And he's been doing this for almost two years without me even realizing it. And and so that was like the moment that Jesus came back into my life. And then from there, it was just natural for me to reconnect to a divine heavenly father, a divine father, um, and build a relationship that was no more, you do this, these are my rules, and if you do this, then you can have this. Okay, that was my old version. Now, new version, the actions actually might look the same. And that's part of why the conversation came up with these friends is because the way that I'm talking, I'm talking about like, yeah, I got this inspiration and I'm like acting on it. And they're like, how are you still listening to that guy (laughs) doing what he says? Doesn't compute my brain. You guys, this is how, because the way that I view God, both the female version, right? The mama version for me and also the masculine, um, like daddy version for me. The way that I view them is not as somebody who has like total power and dominion over my life and over my choices. I relate to them in the way they are the greatest mentor that I have ever had. My belief is they have created things far beyond what I yet have been able to do. Things that I would love to be able to do. And so wouldn't I want to go like, Look at it even in like human sense. If you want to learn how to play basketball, you're going to go get a coach, a mentor that's really good at that. And they're going to give you drills. And they're going to teach you plays. And they're going to educate you. And they're going to give you insight. 
but it's going to help you develop into being a great basketball player. That's how I view my relationship with God. God is the absolute greatest mentor that I've got in my life right now. And so, yeah, do I go in and ask questions? Absolutely. But it's from a place of, hey, you know stuff. Teach me. Not, hey, you have dominion over my life. And I really want to make sure that I'm buying your love by checking all of the boxes and like totally doing all of the things so that I can make sure that you love me. Those two totally different relationships. The actions might look the same of doing the thing, right? The actual doing of the thing. But the spirit behind it is completely different. So when I'm talking about God and my relationship with God, that's how I relate now. My greatest mentor, who knows things, who literally is so happy to share insight, wisdom, and is just waiting for us to ask. I really do believe, like, so there's a scripture that's like, ask and you shall receive, right? You guys, even with scripture, I used to have, like, (laughs) toxic relationship there. Took a lot of it very literal. Um, Beat myself up with it. It was, like, a great book for me to just, like beat myself up with like how not good enough and like how unworthy and like I'm never gonna I'm never gonna make it that's what that book was for me way back when now it's just when I when I look at it when I pop it open even when I remember scripture it's like oh yeah I can see that I can see how it's like got some good insight right so coming back to the scripture asking you shall receive I really do believe that I really do believe that there's a wealth of knowledge and anything that we're working on Anything that we are calling into our life, we literally have access to a source that knows how to do it. You guys, that's all inspired action is for me. Connecting to source, and I'm like, hey, I want to do XYZ thing. I want to experience XYZ thing. Tell me the one half step that I can take that is the domino effect that if I do that one thing, it's going to like set everything else in motion versus me having to go and knock down each domino. Tell me the one domino that I can take, action step domino, that, that activates it all. And I get those. And, and so that's where my inspired action comes from. Is a relationship that's more like a mentorship. So anyhow, hopefully this is helpful. Um, and if you have questions, please feel free to reach out. You know, I know Michelle's got her own version and relationship with God that could be a fun thing for her to also pop on maybe we do a part two to this anyhow um checking in is there anything else no I think that's it you guys go have a great day and uh, take a minute to kind of sit with where are you at what's your relationship like especially in the God realm